Hey everybody, Phil Shields here. I'm back with my friend, Kelly Thomas. Hey guys. We are uh, just thinking, continuing to think about leadership and leading our groups. And so we wanted to have another conversation here. We're gonna be talking about a really, uh, really interesting subject and one that is a challenge and a blessing to all of us as leaders. And so Kelly, I wanted to, you have been um, really influential in my ministry um, in talking about uh, really the leadership pipeline and what it means to be a coach and a leader and an apprentice. And so um wanted to just start by asking, why do you think it's so important for leaders to think about biblical multiplication? Because the Bible teaches it. I mean, seriously, <laughs> I feel like it's a little bit like a mom used to say, you wouldn't get away with it much these days, but because I said so, Yeah. you know, because in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, Paul mm. is giving an instruction to Timothy, who was coming behind him. Mm -hmm. And he says, you've heard me teach these things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now, you teach these things to other trustworthy people who will then they will be able to pass them on to others. Mm. And it's the way that it is done. It's how we do it in families. It's how we do it in businesses. It's, it's just how it's done. And we are thinking short-sightedly if we don't include how to have leaders pass it on in such a way that those people then will be passing it on. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So uh, when we start talking about passing on, I mean, we have our women's ministry, our men's ministry, life group leaders, other group leaders that are listening to this. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we have worked really hard at, and I know that you have worked really hard with uh, women's ministry in this is um, really setting up a culture of multiplication and a culture of development. And so in one of those, uh, we have this title that we kind of give to certain people called an apprentice. Mm -hmm. When you hear that word and think about your ministry, what would you say an apprentice is? An apprentice is somebody who is learning mm. from someone who is ahead of them in some way mm. so that they then can step into the position of leader. You know, the my neighbor for the last 26 years was a plumber and he talked about how mm. he would have apprentices and the world understands apprenticing. Yeah. The world really does. So in the church, let's not lose sight of what works. And what works is allowing somebody to come alongside an apprentice mm -hmm. and have them learn in real time and in real life rather than sending them off to a class that's a four-week class and you download all the information that you can possibly get about what it takes to be a leader, the main things to focus on, the how-tos and the whys, mm. instead learn in real life. So to me, that's that's an apprentice. And I, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this, but um, there's times that people can view that term um, in a negative sense. Why do you think apprentice 
is such a positive thing in our ministry um, culture. Well, I think it's very positive because it's it's a word that implies the intentionality. Yeah. Nothing is yep. by accident. You know, or some things I guess are just in life. But I think the positive is that everybody has a clear understanding. Yeah. And it's very intentional. A leader is going to engage in the acts, the phases of apprenticeship and help somebody move along from being brand new mm -hmm. or wherever. Let's just say the start because mm -hmm. yeah. the start to the end where they're full, they're equipped to go and be a leader in their own right. Yeah. Um, I think the negative can be that um, on both sides of the equation in that a leader feels like, well, I'm nothing special. I'm not necessarily equipped to to teach or train. And the truth is, all you got to do is teach and train what you know. Yeah. You, you're not going to tell everybody everything they should know. Yeah. But you can tell them what you know. That's and great. then I also think the other side of it is with an apprentice, you there is this humbling to say, well, maybe I don't know it all. Mm -hmm. Would I be willing to listen to somebody else tell me what they know in addition to how God's going to teach me and circumstances are going yeah. to give me opportunities to learn. That's great. Yeah. So we've talked about apprenticing at our leadership events, um, variety of places here. Um, why don't you speak to this um, as you have watched it in women's ministry and as you and I have talked about uh, just where we, the dreams we have for men's, women's, life groups, all of our groups here at Wheaton Bible. Um, what's so impactful about apprenticing? The relationship that develops. When it's good, it's good. And I think that if we get caught in just handing somebody a list of do's and don'ts, it's not really, it's not at all actually the best form of apprenticing. What you want to do is build a relationship with somebody mm -hmm. because then you're, as a leader, when you apprentice someone, you're building the relationship with them and you care about them as a person as much as you care about teaching them the task of leading in your context. And um, I think that that it then equips that apprentice to become the kind of leader who then leads in relationship, which is really what we were talking about on yeah. our last little yeah. recording. Yeah, that's great. So if leaders are going to be intentional, I mean, we are, uh, we're recording this on uh, July 27th, and if leaders are going to be intentional with an apprentice, how and why should they have uh, follow-up questions right now with an apprentice? Well, I don't know if this is what you're asking me, yeah. but this is, this is how I'm gonna answer. One is, I think when we um, entered into this pandemic in March, there were some apprentice relationships that existed at that point that my guess is some of them have been strained to varying degrees since then. I think one, how and why right now would be one, reconnect if the connection has uh, suffered in the pandemic. Reconnect. Um, 
And then if it hasn't, you have done a great job of, or a good job of staying connected. I think what you want to do is then um, both of you be looking at the four phases of the apprentice relationship Mm -hmm. and identify where you are today. And then that will help you determine what is next. Um, Because we do have another ministry year starting up and God is going to be at work in our lives and in our groups and in our leadership and in our apprenticing, no matter what comes next, no matter whether we're on site, off site, virtual, in person, there's no question that God is going to continue to work and grow us in relationship to other people in our groups. Yeah. So pick it up where it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other thing that I would say for July 27th is in some of our groups that have maintained at least a texting chain or a whatever, as a leader, you may have witnessed some people who are really good Mm -hmm. at keeping the communication going, who are... You're noticing that their follow-up is really good. You're noticing that their input is really spot on and impactful within your group. And that takes us back to the thing that we've all been learning over the last few years about those I see in you conversations where you might be identifying somebody who would be a good apprentice, who would be a good leader down the road. And the church needs good leadership, whether we're on site or off. And I would venture to say we need it even more if we're off site because these smaller groups are going to require a different kind of dynamic than what we've had before. So if you've seen something or God is kind of stirring something in you as you're listening, I actually, I encourage you to ask God about, should you have an ICNU conversation? If you don't remember what that is, then we will get you either a, an electronic copy of the Leadership Pipeline Handbook or refer to the one that you do have and press into that. Yeah. I think uh, you, even in that, um, we've all been in the lockdown and, and all of that, so our brain can be very mushy right now. So if, uh, if you're wondering, if you're a leader going, what is what are the four phases of uh, the relationship uh, Pull out your leadership pipeline guide and you'll find it in there. Yeah. It'd be really important to read through that. So let me just uh, to conclude, let me ask you two action steps. If you're a leader um, and you have an apprentice, what what should they do right now? They should schedule a time to talk. If you haven't talked specifically about the apprentice process in the last month or five months, now's the time to have a conversation. You can pick up where you were. You can make a plan for moving forward. Great. Okay. So let's say uh, a leader doesn't have an apprentice. Mm -hmm. What should they do this week? They should pray about it and look at their their sphere of influence. It doesn't necessarily have to be within your existing group. You may have somebody who's a friend or you've been observing in different situations in another ministry um, who you see really great potential in. 
and um, you you could pray about it and ask God what he wants you to do if you happen to see it. Yeah. And the other thing that I would say is if there isn't somebody who comes to your mind right away is continue to be observant and mm-hmm. open to how God wants you to be a Timothy and pay yeah. attention to those around you yeah. who will then be able to take the message, the gospel of Jesus Christ to a world and a church that needs him desperately. Yeah, that's so good. Well, Kelly, thanks. We are um, you know, continuing to see God is working uh, even in the midst of a pandemic Mm-hmm. And the tensions in our country, he's at work and wants to use you as a leader in the life of an apprentice, in the life of your groups. And so continue to press into what God wants to do and be encouraging and loving that apprentice in your life. So thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And hopefully we will see you soon. Thanks, Kelly. Amen and amen. Amen.